portrait in a minute. War breaks many men, it makes some. It certainly made Thomas Stonewall Jackson, one of the Confederacy's great fighting commanders. Jackson from Western Virginia was an indifferent student at West Point, barely scraping through. But the outbreak of the Mexican War upon his graduation galvanized him and made his career. Serving with distinction as an artillerist in the Mexican War, he behaved with valor and great tactical acumen when others faltered. Jackson rose higher in the estimation of the War Department than any other general or officer during the war. Civilian life was another problem, though, for Jackson. He barely, again, scraped by once peace was declared. He became an instructor at the Virginia Military Institute, where he was, frankly, a figure of fun and ridicule to the students and something of a caution to the administrator. He could barely stay ahead of the curriculum, and his outgainly uh, physique, he had enormous feet, um, and his plotting, seemingly plotting intelligence made him a figure of ridicule on campus. War again saved him, in a way. Uh, in 1861, when war broke out, Jackson marched the VMI boys to Richmond to enlist them in the war, and he made his name, probably the most famous military nickname in American history, at First Manassas, when he held the Confederate line at the top of Henry Hill, and the other troops responded to the cry, there, go, there stands Jackson like a stone wall, rallied to the Virginians. Ironically, though, the nickname had nothing to do with his ability as a commander. Far from standing still like a stone wall, Jackson was an incredible devotee of rapid, swift, sudden movement. He used speed as a force multiplier, constantly outmaneuvering and bamboozling superior Union forces, winning victory after victory. His apotheosis came at Chancellorsville in 1863 when he took his troops on an audacious 12-mile flank march to get to the west of Hooker's long extended line west of Fredericksburg. That evening he went out to scout his lines and was a victim of friendly fire. His arm had to be amputated and suffering from fever and the after effects of the war, of the wound and infection, he died several days later. He left us with one of the greatest last words of all time when he said, as he died, let us cross over the river and rest in the shade of the trees. When he died, Lee said he'd lost his strong right arm. This is Portrait in a Minute.